Are you a human being? Are you also a Browns fan? Well, if you said yes to both of those things, then there's a good chance you're probably a little tired of our local Cleveland Browns sports media. Same old thing, day after day, night after night. It's time to hang the cleats up. It's time to pass the torch. If you're looking for something fun, something fresh, something where four people literally smack themselves in the face over and over with hot take after hot take, then my boys and down with the Browns is where you want to be. It's just good for your soul. Available on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Twitter. Getting down with the Browns. And welcome back to another episode of Down with the Browns, baby. Let's go! Let's go! Christmas came early. Christmas it did. Came early this year. After a major, major W versus the Redbirds in their own crib, in front of their mamas, their wives, their children, their children's children, and all the inbred fans in Baltimore. Poor La Margarita. What happened to La Margarita? What happened? Bro, he was shaken but not man, stirred. What a W, man. What a W! That was huge. How that about was, man? How about DW4 coming out in the second half, going fourteen for fourteen, a buck thirty six, and a tutty. Big, Insane. big second half. Starting and out hurt and hurt. Yeah, and hurt. And he's still out there rushing. He's putting I, up the yards. I, I, I was so proud of him on that run. Right, like. Like Emmanuel Acho said it said it best on the, on the on the show today. I saw uh, uh, a really good bit of him or a clip of him kind of talking about it, naming all the quarterbacks that the Browns have: Baker Mayfield, your Jacoby Brissett, your your you know Jason Campbell's RG threes. Like no other quarterback that we've had is making that kind of play, making that kind of run at mm-hmm. the end of the fourth quarter to get in the field goal range, making those kinds of throws on that drive. I mean, I mean, it, it finally felt good to be on the side of our quarterback carrying us on a final drive and doing something really like doing something that's like not like, oh, you know, any other quarterback could have done. Like those are some real. He evaded some tackles. He evaded pressure. I mean, man, oh man, you can't replicate that. So I, it feels so good. It feels so good, and you can see he's getting his confidence back. You can see it. You can getting really that swagger back. Yep. He's getting that swagger back, and I think. You know, and I and I think it's just it's perfect timing because he came back, had that great shutout win versus Arizona, and then you know you're going into and he said it, he wanted to have his first game not be against a divisional opponent, so he came back a little bit early versus Arizona, got that shutout win, and then all of a sudden, you know, you have a comeback. I mean, what what did they say during uh, for for the new millennium or something like that? I, I forget who tweeted it out, but it's only happened like twice. That a team has been down for 50, uh, 51 minutes or something like that. And it came back at the end. 59 minutes. And and 57 seconds. And then one. Yeah, 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 you're right. Because they won in the last three seconds of the field goal. Yeah. So it's like. Yes, MC. Depth. Yeah, the depth. Bro, how about the tackles just stepping up? I mean, there's some miss. You know, Miss Box, you know. Right. Yeah, James Hudson got eaten up. He got eaten up a little he bit. He did. Also, also, he got pushed back. We were calling his name a lot, right? He was a lot of penalties, a lot of things like that. He was doing the best he can. 
I was impressed with Jadavion Clowney on defense. I was surprised to hear some of the Dude, stats he, of him. He, he kind of ate. He kind of ate. He, got, he, he, he was kind of eaten, right? I mean, he was trying to do the best he possibly can, come back to the dog pound. Uh, you know, and he I, I didn't realize he was doing so well for them in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he was injured for a little bit play at the end there, but then came back. So uh, I, I'm impressed with him. But James Hudson, the depth is pretty good, and that's a lot of credit to, to Bill Callahan, really. But at yeah, the same for sure. Time, you know, it's it just James Hudson's got to do a little bit better. We can't, we can't have too much. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm just going to give a little stat breakdown of the game, some offensive key pieces. Deshaun Watson, 20 for 34, 213 yards, a touchdown, an interception, sacked four times. Jerome built tough Ford. Yes. Yeah. Brought to you by Daystar Ford. Exactly. Ford. The Daystar Ford. Player of the week. Uh, <laughs> 17 carries, 107 yards, 6.3 yards per carry. Big game. Yep. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but going into this game, I ain't going to lie. I was talking a little smack about him. I was like, you know, yeah. I think we should either give Pierre Strong some more carries, give, give the RB1 to Kareem Hunt. I don't know. I don't want to see Jerome Ford running the ball as much. But he must have saw the tweets. Yeah. He must have saw them. Because oh, that yeah. boy <laughs> grabbed the rock and ran hard and found his holes. Yep. It, it, I, I think I was so impressed because he was running harder and harder. And even Kareem Hunt. I mean, for us to be such a good running football team, even, even after Nick Chubb going down, I mean, obviously it's a testament to this offensive line. But to keep it up and consistently, you know, even when – People were kind of doubting Jerome Ford. It feels like this was a nice little breakout game for him. Mm-hmm. I think this was a huge confidence builder, oh, yeah. um, you know, for him, for obviously for the team, but especially for Jerome Ford. Um, and you kind of need that going into Pittsburgh because you, you, I mean, Big you're going into Pittsburgh week, you know what I mean? And it's great. You're back at home again as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you, what a way to get revenge is two home, back to back home games, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about that in the future for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about the the defensive side of the ball really quick because I have a, I have a question. I mean, what the resiliency, the resiliency of the defense to not get down. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you see. Uh, yeah, shout out to Jerome Ford. Yeah, yeah, I really agree. I'm I was so wrong about Jerome Ford. I thought we needed me too, man. Uh, Elijah Moore tweeted out today a couple of hours ago that Michael Carter has been released by the Jets and kind of quote tweeted it and had the eyeball emoji for Michael Carter. I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Um, you can't go wrong with running back depth, especially um, if you're going to be a playoff team. And it looks like yeah. the Browns, I, I, you're going to see the Browns sign some individuals um, down the stretch, especially if they beat Pittsburgh, uh, because no matter what, with the Bills lost last night, it doesn't matter. We don't, we don't move in playoff seating. But if we beat Pittsburgh and, you know, you see Miami lose and, and Baltimore lose. Oh, yeah. And, you know what I mean? You, you got a lot of people who are losing. Hey, hey, I don't mean I, I, to, to, to second or third in the AFC. Oh yeah. We're gonna start I don't want to be that ladder real quick. I don't want to be whatever, but you know, if we win and Baltimore loses, we slide up to that one spot. Yeah, first place in the AFC North. First place in the AFC, AFC North, and 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 not like a tie or anything, like comfortably. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, we're, 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 tiebreaker for that. I know it's head to head first, and then is it second is division record? Is that how it goes? Yes, it's head to head, and then and then it's so so. It's overall record is first. Um, if you obviously, 
um, overall records first. And then second, if you have a tie record, it's the it's the head-to-head matchup. Okay, right, right. And then third is the uh, AFC North. And then it goes – by that time, I don't even remember. What yeah, I know there's like six or seven levels to it. But yeah, I AFC yeah. wins in total, word. conference wins in total. But um, Yeah, so right now in division, Baltimore's 2-2. Two and two, Pittsburgh is 2-0. and oh, Cleveland's 2-2. Two and two, right. And Cincinnati is 0-2. Oh so that would slide us up top. Significantly, significantly, and I think, yeah. and I, you know, you're looking at you're looking at teams. Obviously, I forget. I think it was Brown Spider on Twitter who put it out as well. I mean, you have a lot of options. We we're sitting at six right now mm-hmm. in the playoff standings, and if a lot of things go right, I, I just we win, and 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 a lot of these other teams lose. Essentially, it sounds really easy, but it's like you know the Jaguars and the Dolphins. If they lose, we, we could be in second place in the AFC. So it's yeah. like it just it's a jump just like that by just you know got to take care of business obviously mm-hmm. you know we can't we can't keep getting into we need this team to beat that team and then whatever just keep winning we'll be fine we'll be one hundred percent fine and yeah do I want to win the division yes absolutely I do but I really want to get to the playoffs and, and and make a little bit of a run yeah, yeah. and I want a home game I don't care how it has to sure. happen but I want yeah. a home playoff game in Cleveland. So when when's the last time the Browns had a home playoff game? It's been since you know, the 90s? before they left. Yeah, so yeah. It's been since the nineties, right? Bill Belichick time. Probably? I would imagine eighty eight or eighty nine. Yeah, because both of our playoff games since we've been back in 07, that was uh, in Pittsburgh, and then uh, twenty was in Pittsburgh as well, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, <laughs> so we're we're gonna see that. I think I, I think you know again d- defensively. I I I, I just want to ask how how amazed and how impressed are you with guys like you know uh, 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 Obo Obo Like he he got a he got bat that ball down. You know what I mean? I think a lot of us were pumped for Greg Newsom for getting it. Dude, I was so high for him. Interception. I when it, when I saw the ball go in midair, I was like. Oh yeah, you knew it was going to get picked. It's you just a matter knew it was going to happen. Yeah, you knew it was going to get picked because yeah. I knew it was going to get picked when it went off the helmet of uh of a PJ Walker when it, for that Seattle game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You that know the ball is going up that high. Yep. The chances your offensive players going to even see like it's slim and none. But when I saw it was Newsom got his first pick, I was just happy. I, he could have just fell down or wherever. But then when I saw him with a gain of speed, just running, just yeah. sprinting to the, t- I was like. This is going to be a touchdown. Yep. Dude, he wasn't even in the screen. No. Yeah. Dude, he was like <laughs> screaming out. He was full on Usain Bolton tracking that bad boy Dude, down. And he outruns Lamar on the sideline. Outran to get to Lamar. The end zone too. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's not I, a slow I think, player. I think Lamar took a bad angle, but at the same time, still, Lamar is not slow, obviously. So, like, yeah. uh, he can make up for, he can make up for, you know, a, 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 a bad throw but at that point it was i think it was 24 31 at that point so and they were driving down the field so it was like it, it that interception turned it into what would have been a tie game but then i like <laughs> I don't know. but 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 yeah right so 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 i i i'm very impressed i'm very impressed with the defense um, we're gonna obviously for sure we're gonna talk about Dustin Hopkins in in a, in a second because he's he's amazing, but uh, you know, just- uh, but while we're on defense, while we're on defense, yeah. we gotta we gotta give our boy Miles Garrett his roses. Yeah, yeah. All this chatter, oh, he's never gonna win Defensive Player of the Year. He's not gonna win it. 
the past few weeks. He's putting he, a resume together for it right now. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think he's starting to pull away with it. Ooh, I think he's pulling away. Pull away he, with it. He, he's with a big I I hate I hate to I hate to say it, like I really do, but you you have got to you have got to because he has he has a sack in every game except San Francisco and um Pittsburgh, right? Because they don't think he mm-hmm. had a sack for Pittsburgh. Uh but with TJ Watt, with getting interceptions and you know, fumble recoveries for a touchdown, all this other stuff. Like, like you, you've real like to pull away with the, the good thing for tomorrow's advantage is TJ Watt already won deep deep boy. And, and, and yeah. I feel like to win back-to-back defensive player of the year awards, you need to really, sh- you know what I mean? Like you need to really. Sh- well, here, here's the thing though, is miles has get, got him on the fumbles. Miles has got him on sacks right now. Yeah. I think he's got him on tackles for loss. Yeah. He definitely now, has him on and, block field goals. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that block field goal was huge. That's yeah. another one. That block field goal and, was huge. And now you got to think when they're also looking at this, they're also looking at those next gen stats and like block rate percentage. Miles yes. is killing him in triple yes. double pressures blocks. in general. Pressures. Because you know, you QB might. hits. Like they're looking at all that stuff now. They're not looking at just like your your yeah. big stats, like your your NITs. Yeah. Or INTs, my bad. Exactly. They're looking yep. at everything now. Double team. Robert, you... Robert Sala was saying that uh, head coach of the, of the of the Jets was saying the same thing about Quentin Williams. You know, people keep talking about the sacks. Keep people, Quentin Williams doesn't have that many sacks. But he's like, sacks is not the only thing you could, you know, what it makes it make or break a, a good defense lineman. All right. If you have more sacks, yeah, that means you get in the backfield a lot. But sometimes you could be pressuring the QB every other play you know what i mean i mean double double coverage sometimes triple coverage chipped and coming around the corner coming around the edge and we see that with miles all the time and i think you know one of the best things that we see already is that that one play i forget who we were playing but he was moving sideline to sideline and they were tight ends little clips like that showing clearly this is what i'm going through you know what i mean no we don't see that anyway yeah so I agree that I think he's the front runner at this moment. I think he needs okay. to make some noise versus Pittsburgh. I think he needs to make so, specifically Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay, I'm calling it right now. Two plus sack game from Miles Garrett. I don't know his middle name, but yeah. I'm telling you, two plus sacks against Pittsburgh. Plus, he's going to somehow. Be in play and help with a turnover, either a block, like a block strip tip. sack, or yeah, strip sack tip, batted pass. Yeah. It, 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 that's all. Sometimes, sometimes that's all it takes for you know, exactly, exactly. exactly. Double team, yep. double team, triple team, all the yep. time. Summer's right, you know what I mean? That is 100% correct. And, and so, I think that's also very true about just. All he needs to do is just like bat the ball down or a strip sack or a little something against the Steelers specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's because when you're going head to head against TJ Watt, it's that sample size for voters or whatever, or people just, you know, Steelers fans in general. Oh, well, every time he goes against TJ, you know, or we're playing the Steelers, he literally does absolutely nothing. And I'm not, I can't argue that because it's, it's true. He, Miles Garrett doesn't really get back there, um, you know, 
I think the only thing they probably know him for is is really that helmet thing with Mike Rodolph. But it's like, yeah, it's like we would. I would love what you just said, KFC. Like I would love a two sack game for one of those sacks. Sacks be a um, a strip sack. I would love it. I would love it, and that would be just enough that you need to be like, okay, like, all right, this is this is. It, no, hear me out. Hear me out. It's gonna be in second quarter. I don't know where it's gonna be at though. He's gonna hit the right. He's gonna come off the edge on the right side. Yeah, it's gonna be. He's gonna beat that rookie from Georgia. Pickett's not even gonna be paying attention. He's gonna yeah. hit him hard. He's gonna fumble. Garrett's gonna scoop it up and score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100. 100. We um, we, owe, we owe Pittsburgh one of those, so I hope it happens because we bro, definitely owe him one. Honestly, after okay, after that little push on that run by Ford, I mean, he picked, he picked up about five yards on that carry. And then the O line started pushing. And they kept pushing, and it was like thirteen it was yards. So sick. That I, as soon as Manny was so hyped, he disappeared. Uh, when I saw that happen, <laughs> I, I looked. I was like, "We're winning this game. I know we're down, but we're winning." That's the one thing that I think stuck out to me the most with the game. I love the victory. I love the way they hung in there. But I think the thing that stuck out most to me is we out physicaled one of the most physical teams in the NFL, and we beat them. Like, we beat them down. There yeah. are so many big hits and and big plays to where it was effort plays that we obviously showed that we wanted those yards more than they wanted to stop us. Um, it was crazy how much I think we out physical them, and that's something that, that Baltimore is not used to, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. And like when you're going, like all you heard all week was how Baltimore's going to win this game. Baltimore this, Baltimore that. Baltimore's yeah. the best team in the league. They're Super Bowl champs already of the yep. AFC. Da, 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 da. They said the same you know, stuff before the San Francisco game, too. It was exactly. the same thing. No chance in but, hell to win. Yeah, we they yeah exactly. They, they'll never give us our roses. They'll never give us our roses. And it pisses me off because this team deserves some credit. I mean, we're starting to get a little attention here and there, but they're, nobody's taking this real serious, you know. They're like, oh, they'll make the playoffs. They might make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm happy you know? they're saying that. I'm happy they're thinking we're at least going to be a playoff team because I think we are too, so. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, I think if like if we get Watson in the second half going into this Pittsburgh game, I think we win this game pretty handily. Like, if our yeah. defense plays the way they did in the second half as well, because, you know, Baltimore didn't convert, but, like, what? Like, one third-down conversion the whole game? Their defense is stout, man. No, yeah, I mean, it was a couple more than that, I think, but it wasn't many. It wasn't. Well, no, like, I mean, like, actually converted. There was – they. I think they converted on a few – got a few first downs because of penalties. Oh, okay, you mean actually picking up the first like, just down? actually – but, you know, and it was so impressive is because of the way they absolutely went through us like Swiss cheese the first game. You can mm-hmm. tell Jim Schwartz did his homework, and he came up with a game plan that was effective, and it kept those players running around like with their mm-hmm. hair on fire. And it was just – it was so fun to watch. I mean, they that defense kept them in the game. Yeah, uh, for After sure. we got hit in the mouth right right out of the gate, being down 14 nothing with uh, three minutes gone by in the game was – Unbelievable. Yeah, and one thing I absolutely loved about this team, they were down 24 to 9. Just to look at that score, it looks yep. like just like this looks like huge mountain. Yeah. yeah, it looks like a blowout. It looks like you're not even going to have an, a chance to come back. 
but this team didn't give up. Like David Njoku catching that little catch in the in the flat, dude. Yep. Like right at the line of scrimmage yep. and took it like 15, 16 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Bulldozed his way through grown men. With all of yeah, all of those yards with grown NFL football players hanging off of him. Yep. He was like he just, was like Terminator, dude. He was just, yeah, he dude. Was just carrying people. He was not going down. Yeah. He was not yeah. going down. Yep, I think Baltimore took us lightly, man. I honestly, I think that uh, I think Roquan Smith had them both fired up when they pummeled us the first time. I think Baltimore looked at us as an easy W, um, and they got hit in the mouth. Is what I think what happened, and, and that probably won't happen to them again because uh, John Harbaugh won't allow that kind of stuff. But I think they took us lightly and they got punched in the face. Yeah, and a little little nugget: Deshaun Watson versus the Ravens as a Cleveland Brown. Two and oh. It's pretty good impressive. Stat. It's a good stat. That's a good stat. A one and oh versus Lamar as a Cleveland Brown, too. Yeah. Yep. That is true. That is true. I didn't think about that. Probably not a lot of people have thought about that. But yeah, that's those are the those are the team victories that matter. Yeah. Um, for they sure. sure will matter on down the stretch. So yeah. So Dave, who is who has been like just one player that has really just stood out to you? like in the game on Sunday? Like, who was it that you were like, okay, okay, big dog, I see you. Like, game changer. Um, well, I mean, I think there's a, a bunch of people. I mean, and I'll just get away from the defensive side of the ball and give the offense some props for a change. But uh, David Njoku, number one, um, for, for all the great plays he made with the ball in his hands, if people go back and watch that game when he didn't have the ball in his hands, he was laying the lumber. And he was he was very effective um, doing things away from the ball. Uh, Amari Cooper just continues to be the best route runner in the NFL. Um, For sure. He continues to be one of the most clutch receivers in the NFL. When when we need absolutely need a play, somehow Amari is getting open. Um, so I mean, I mean Amari Cooper and Joku, uh, the tackles filling in. Um, although, you know, we did get a little bit beat up uh, adequately enough to get the W. They got it done. Um, so the tackles would give a would give a, a, a shout out from me. Um, and there's plenty of players on defense, but I'll just I'll end it there. That, those are those are probably three areas that I would give a pat on the back to. Yeah, for sure, man. Like like you said, Amari Cooper still being that dog. How we got yeah. him for a fifth round pick? One of the one of the it'll go um, to me honestly. This is stupid to me to say this, but this is to me this goes down as one of the greater trades in the in the NFL history. Um, oh yeah, I think for sure. Because of the value for what he gives us versus what we gave. I mean, give me another wide receiver trade that is that is lopsided value wise as that. You know, I don't exactly. know if you guys can think of any. Exactly, and like just to put this into perspective, I'm not I'm not trashing six. But we traded Baker Mayfield for a six or for a fifth. Yeah, and then he got cut like week eight or something like that. Yeah. So and, and we didn't have to give Amari new money. He already had a contract. So he's back. Dallas just threw him in the trash. Is what they did, and I love it that he is just a staple for our offense, and he's a pillar for those guys. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, Manny, who was one guy that really stood out to you? in the game versus Baltimore. Just like that guy that you were just like, okay, big dog, I see you. I see you, big dog. I like – well, obviously, obviously, Greg Newsom was all over the place. Yeah. And I don't mm -hmm. even know if they had 
I don't even know. I forget. I saw a staff PFF said that like he had a like a 5.1 passer rating against him all game. I mean, he was just a stud. Um, but I, I again, JOK had some good tackles in the backfield. Let Lamar slip out of one, but slowed him down. Uh, almost had a tackle for loss. Mm-hmm. Martin Emerson, though, I mean, uh, he so I think he had six total tackles. He's all over the place. I, as a whole, uh, I'm gonna have to pick Greg Newsom. Uh, and, and I think that, that seeing him get that interception and not only get the interception, but return it for a touchdown, we as Browns fans understand how big of a piece he is. Uh, I think one of the announcers, I think it was Jonathan Vilma even said like, uh, he was a bat, no, 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 it wasn't Jonathan Vilma who said it, it was the, the, the main announcer, but, um, uh, he was like, uh, is backup Greg Newsom? Like Greg Newsom isn't a backup. You know what I mean? Like, he, like unless you mean quarterback two, maybe. But yeah. like, people don't give Greg Newsom the respect Browns fans give him. And so to get his first career interception and then return it for a touchdown, which is going to be national news, right? I mean, to virtually tie up the game, um, it it it. I was so happy for him. I felt like Bro. I was a family member. You know what yeah. I mean? Dude, he yeah. needed that so bad. He, he needed, needed that so, so bad, bad because so he's been bad. playing really well. He just doesn't have the splash plays to go with it. Exactly. And yeah. Exactly. And yep. that's what you need once in a while mm-hmm. are some splash plays. Yeah, to remind people, be, hey, you know. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And people this dude's say, out here balling and you better recognize, throw a little exactly. respect on his name. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think – that's why I was so pumped for him. That's why he's that that he's my pick. Um, I like it. I like it. So you know, I, I just I, I I'm just really. Dude, he was so happy. fired up too, man. He was yeah. so fired up. You See, could tell at the four yard line he was already thinking about his dance and his strut through the. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about. I was thinking about it. I was like, I was like, Greg, you gotta know. I, I wonder what he's gonna do. I yeah. wonder what he's gonna do because because yeah. you know he had about ten yards to figure it out. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Like he knows so. And what man. a pivotal point of the game, too. I mean, it, it wasn't like it was a blowout, and it was like a, an easy, easy touchdown at the end of the game. I mean, that was such a pivotal moment. No, yeah, and he rose to the occasion. That's yeah. a great pick, man. Great I, pick. I I am impressed. If I could give it to the whole, if I could, you know, do it like a, a cheat kind of thing and like give it to the whole defense, I would. I I'm so happy. I'm so proud of the guys on defense. Because they had an opportunity, I'm excited for another one on Sunday. 100 summer. Like I'm, I'm excited for the defense because they could have had, you know, they had the opportunity to just lay down, right? At yeah. 0 Oh yeah. Like it was like a Steelers thing all over again. Yep. Where, here we go again. Yep. Everything we were saying is fan. Yeah, yeah. First play. I'm like, man, can we stop with these first play interceptions? Return for a touchdown. Like, How about Deshaun you- being the only quarterback in the history of football to have two very first passes of the game go for pick sixes in the same season? In the same season, like yeah. you in the can't. Same season. You can't make that up. And the crazy those are part, those are scripted plays too. That's what's so disheartening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is those That's twelve the, plays are scripted? You know, all week that you're going to run that. You know mm-hmm. exactly. You know what plan B, C, and D are out of that formation and that play because you—that's your number one play for the game. And Kyle Hamilton, and he I throws mean, it right into Kyle Hamilton's face. He's a big. He's a big. Safety. He was all over the place. He was all. I think he had fourteen. What did he have? Fourteen tackles. 
Yeah, he, yeah. Is, a, he is an he, animal. 14, he so an 20. Animal. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, oh, sorry. That was that was Rokon Smith who got 21 total tackles. My gosh. Kyle Hamilton had eight. But um, that just tells you how good we run the ball, though. If yeah, he's that, 21 that, tackles. Exactly, that's a great exactly. we were, we were We were getting up there. We were. Um, so, but again, but again, I it, I hope that, I hope, like, the craziest thing is that we could have won, but, well, we would have won both games throwing a first play interception for a touchdown. So, I'm not, I'm, if ands and bruts or whatever, but. Should but, have. No, we should yeah. have. You're right. We definitely yeah. should have beat Pittsburgh. So, yeah. that's why I'm not too, too worried. Um, yeah. About this Sunday, but I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a moment. But shout out yeah. to the defense for not folding and keep fighting. For sure. And can, can, can we talk? Can we talk about JOK for a second? Yeah, he had a great. Game. This dude has had just been monstrous all year. Going yeah. into Sunday, I don't know if the stat still stands, but he was leading the league in tackles for a loss. Yeah, yeah. And he added two more this Sunday. Had seven total tackles, a half sack. Got in there on Lamar one time. Yeah. So, I mean, dude's been monstrous this year. I don't think he's getting the national attention that he should be. Because honestly, I know I, why. I, I, it's because the, he does have some tendencies to where he's out of position on some plays or also mm-hmm. over pursuing. And I think that's the only thing holding him back from being yeah. considered in that elite, you know, uh, category because he's just such a freakish athlete, man. He is in the backfield like a safety so fast. Yeah, but I think you know I remember a couple of plays that he has been out of position uh, or over pursued up the field when he should have been uh, setting the edge. But other than that, dude, he's played amazing. Sorry, Christian, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I'm I'm just gonna say this. I think he's a top. I think he's a top ten linebacker. He should. I mean, I you can so. find me. I think he. I think we got to resign him when his contract ends. I think we got to bring him back. Got to yeah, keep him on. We have. We we have to. I think. I think you're right. I think some of that is is. He's extremely fast, and I don't know if he's controlled that speed at his at his size yet. You know, I think that sometimes you can like, you know, you're so lightly quick, you kind of running a certain way. Almost mm-hmm. right, not as much as bad as Anthony Schwartz, but it's just like sometimes you gotta you gotta control what you know yeah. how, how quick you're moving. But that's why it makes it so lethal with with Lamar Jackson. I mean, he 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 quite literally is, uh, you know. Kind of one of those guys who 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 neutralized Lamar Jackson by himself, and I think that yeah. this defense it just goes to show you that you're not going to get a lot of you're not going to get a lot of easy ones, you know. Um, and it was just a different. I knew it was going to be a little bit different because we had Deshaun starting. <laughs> um, yeah, but and, and we were on a streak there with three back to back 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 three back to back games. Where we were throwing at least two interceptions, we were like guaranteeing the defense, the other opposing defense, <laughs> two interceptions. Like yeah. PTR and PG Wall, PJ, PJ Walker. Oh, yeah. yep. like they were just giving them to you. Just knew there was yep. going to be two interceptions somewhere. <laughs> yep. But so it was so nice to only have either one or no interceptions. Yeah, for sure. Cardinals game, but um, but yeah. So I, I so question. I you know how did you guys feel? What was your guys feeling about that Dustin Hopkins like missed field goal? Like was it a, like. Here we go again because we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the good the bad and the ugly and I do want to talk about the the bad in that situation because he came back in a big way obviously but go ahead Dave what was your first thought I, I get to go first okay yeah. so with that extra point that he missed if you guys remember the extra point he kicked right before then that thing leaked so far left and snuck inside the left goalpost yeah that I was I remember talking with Patty and I said. That thing, he almost missed that extra point. 
And the next extra point, exact same end zone, exact same kick, um, and he ended up missing it left. So in my yeah. gut, I was already nervous on that extra point. But like you just said, Manny, that kid right there, I mean, he, that was a that was a devastating extra point miss. You're talking yeah. about sucking the – we hear the team comes back, we score, we're, tie, we're ready to tie up the Ravens, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and then Dustin Hopkins missed that extra point, which I know he had to feel awful for. But that was a huge miss for him to come back like he did and dead center, that game winner. Um, yeah. He has just been – he is one of the biggest acquisitions we've had uh, on the team, bar none. And I think I just couldn't be prouder of him, honestly, because that, that extra point miss was big. I'm sure he felt awful. No, Now, now think about this. Had we just stuck with Cade York – how would you have felt going into that game or oh, going into man. that kick? Oh, man. Awful. Awful. It, 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 and because it goes to show you, truthfully, especially with the kicker position, that fans are so we, – we, we as fans, we're spot on with this. Like, Cade York quite simply just – it's not that he's a bad kicker. He just was shook. And once yeah. you shook – as a kicker, that's and it. Mentally, you just can't get it, that's and then it. you read tweets because he's on Twitter. Yeah, it's like he's just done. He was just done, yeah. and you knew he was just done when he was sent down to the practice squad. We were gonna bring him back, just give him some co- kicking competition, but he said no. Went on to Tennessee, and then I think he just got signed to the Giants. I think or somewhere. Yeah, he just signed somewhere. Um, but Dave, you you touched on a a, a, a great point. He. Dustin Hopkins, I don't know if they're it, – it, it might be tied with uh, Jim Schwartz acquisition, if you can call that an acquisition. But like, I do, absolutely. You know, it might be tied as the biggest off-season acquisition in Cleveland football. Like, 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 And think about what a big statement that is you just made because yeah. Jim Schwartz acquisition was massive. And think about how – I agree with you too, Manny. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. That's a great point. Like, like we all know how big Jim Schwartz is. Like, he's yeah. turned this defense into the best defense in the NFL. And Far I can enough. say that yeah. knowing full well people are going to back me up of opposing teams and announcers and pundits yep. and everything. He like, himself that, did that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You can say the Ravens, you say 49 hours, whatever, but the Cleveland Browns are the best defense in football. Uh, and with that being the case, the fact that Dustin Hopkins last minute during the preseason, we were like, Cade York, uh, uh, let's go get, yeah. I don't know, Dustin yeah. Hopkins. He know? just falls into our lap. Right, yeah. right. He just falls yeah. into our lap because uh, the Chargers chose, chose Cameron Dicker. Yeah, and it took, like, it took oh. the rookie. You know what I mean? It took the rookie. And Dustin Hopkins, it, it, look, I I think I'll, I'll go to you next, KFC, about what your thoughts about the uh, miss extra point. But, like, I felt bad at myself for being so mad at Dustin about that missed extra point uh, because yeah. I was like – Come on, Manny. Like, he's having a fabulous yeah. year. Oh, yeah. He's having yeah. A, a killer. Like, like I don't even know what 23. You could be mad at him. He he, I can't be mad at What's him. What's up, Blake? What's up, Blake? How we doing? How we doing? Hey, yo. Uh, you know, he's knocking him. He's knocking him down. I think he's 20. No, that's for his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Regular season. But, uh, like, it's just it, he's knocking him down right now. And so, yeah. hey Manny, let me ask you guys this real quick. If yeah, you sub- if you take Miles Garrett out of the equation, can Dustin Hopkins be considered like our team MVP player wise this year? 
He won us the Niners game. Is he right up game. there with anybody else not named Miles Garrett? He he leads the team in points scored. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most and most kickers and most kickers are going to right. I mean, most kickers. Are going but I mean, to. his is like but leaps and bounds above everybody. He, I mean, dude, seven fifty yarders in a row. I mean, that's Justin Tucker kind of stuff that we're seeing out of this. He game. out Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. He is seven for seven yeah. from fifty plus. Yeah. I mean. I mean, there was going to be a scenario where we were going to let him kick a 60-yard kick last game. Mm. And then, we, you know what I mean? We switched it up and we had the offense go out there. Oh, hey, can we talk about that too, Manny? Didn't yeah, you say oh, – oh, you yeah. talking about the P.J. Walker hail into the – or he yeah, into the yeah, 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 yeah. That came up 15 yards short? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as the announcers were talking about why P.J. Walker's in there because his arm is one of the best in the NFL and then he – he has all the time in the world to throw the ball, chucks it up, and it lands on the 20 back play. I was – I <laughs> – before the throw was underthrown, I thought to myself, I understand why they're doing it, right? I mean, yeah. you can get a defensive pass interference at the 10 with zero seconds left on the clock, and then you oh, have – That is true. Play. That is true. Or, or, yeah. for an easier, or for an easier field goal. That's, that's why I think most teams do. Okay. But – you know, they just chuck it up there, hope for a defensive pass interference because you don't want to put Dustin Hopkins out there, you know, to, to kick a 60-yarder. Okay, sorry to interrupt you guys, but Blake just asked, she said, what do y'all think my baby's going to be? The GF literally playing the reveal during the game. During the game. Whoa. All right, we're, we're going to set we're gonna set some betting odds on this, okay? Blake, I mean, you're, 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 your B is in pink, man. I'm going to go pink, bro. Yeah. All right, I'm going for – I'm going to say a boy plus 300 on that. Plus 300. Plus 300. Strong. I think it's going to be – Or minus, minus 300, sorry. My, my, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I knew what you meant, but then I was like, I was like, yeah. No, I completely I, – I, I think it's going to be a boy. I think it's going to be a boy, Blake. There you go. Uh, okay, and, and if, if, if it's a boy – if it's a boy, you got to name it. Uh, you got to let, let us know some 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 names. Either do you have names either for for uh, for either boy or girl? That's something I always want to know when people have it. Name it Miles if it's a boy. Yeah, right. My, Miles Ella if it's a girl. Um, so I yeah. think, I, 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 <laughs> I, but truly, truly, Dave, you brought up a really good question, which we could probably put and tweet it out. Like, yeah, if, if it's not Miles Garrett, I mean, you, team MVP would. Like, would low-key have to be? Sure. He's He hasn't been, like, oh, good, serviceable. Solid. Oh, Riker Blake boy. Yeah, that's 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 lit. I like the spelling. That's dope. I like the spelling of Riker. Uh, I, it, it, Dustin Hopkins was amazing. He's, like, really Sailor Gray girl. Solid. I love the name Sailor. Um, So, I don't know. He, he hasn't been just serviceable. He's been, like... One of the yeah. best kickers in the league. If my see, other laptop wouldn't have died, I want to see his stats compared to every other kicker. Because so I know he he's only missed three field goals, and yeah. or yeah, field goals, and they've all been between forty and forty nine yards. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, okay, after that missed field goal, I was just kind of like, you know, I, I'm not even I'm not even scared because you know I had confidence in the team. Like we've rallied back, we're gonna win the game. Like yeah, I mean, and you know, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him some chances because he's he's done some great stuff. Like I mean, he's kicking crazy. He's kicking. He's probably been the best kicker we've had since Phil Dawson. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say yeah. it. Literally, and, no, oh, I don't, yeah, I don't sure. disagree. 
For I don't sure. and, and, like, and I mean, without him, we would not be where we're at. We're not. We're not six and three without him. No, because he he won us the San Fran game, like legit. Like he put up thirteen or twelve yeah, of our say, twenty points. Wasn't he four for four in that game? Yeah, yeah. Won us the he, San Fran game. Like I mean, you know, he it, 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 it's it, it's like obviously won us the Baltimore game. It, I I think I think you can't say enough about having a kicker. Who is like yes, Yeah. He's been insane. Like I, like honestly, like I when he went out there to kick that field goal, I knew it was going in. But you know, like the Browns fan in me was like, oh no, he's gonna shank it just because it's the Browns. But <laughs> the optimistic side of me. So so right now, really quickly, Dustin Hopkins has the most field goals made in the NFL right now at 24. Um, next up is Greg Zerline at 22 and Nick Folk for the Titans at 21. Um, he also has the most field goals attempted, which probably means like one, we're getting into field goal range. Yeah. Uh, and two, we also trust our kicker. So he has the most field goals attempted at 27. The next is Jason Myers uh, in Seattle. And he's our, he has the most field goals played in, 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 and obviously only has nine games. A lot of these kickers have 10 games. Um but uh, he, he doesn't have the best field goal percentage, um, mm-hmm. and obviously. I mean, but at the same time, when you're attempting more field goals than everybody else, uh, you're, you're gonna you're gonna have a, a field goal percentage that's not is is, is greatest. But so, um, and he also has the fifth longest kick uh, in the NFL right now at 58 yards. So we were told he doesn't have a leg, but yeah, I mean, he been booming. He, he's he's knocking him through. Um, and obviously, like you already said, Christian, he has the best 50-plus um, range field goal kicking. Um, he's made seven, seven for seven out there. Next is Matt Gay in, uh, in Indianapolis. He's made seven, but he's he's missed two. Um, nobody else has attempted seven. So um, we, we really trust our kicker. We really trust our kicker. And um, I, it feels good to have one. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of kicks and kicking – we're going to be kicking somebody's butt this week. It's Steelers week, baby. Black and gold. Black and gold. Good segue. Yeah. So, how are we feeling going into week 11 at 6-3, and three, third in the division, with a chance to move up in the standings? How are we feeling about that, boys? Uh, one word, payback. Oh. Um, well-deserved payback. And Manny, I'll let you go first. I didn't mean to just chime in, but that's the first thing. No, 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 that's totally okay. Time, baby. That's totally that's totally okay. It, it it I feel great. I think I think Baltimore was a was a game that's that feels good to win because it was Lamar Jackson. Um, but it you know, and it it meant a, it meant a lot. It did. I think because we beat Baltimore. This game versus Pittsburgh is the second, in my opinion, goes up to second of like the really must wins. And the number one of the season was the first time we played Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Just with all those, you know, Monday night football curse and how last time we beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh in the regular season, it's been forever. And like first time we started uh, 2 0, I think it was 2 0 or something like that, it's been forever. Like, I would have loved to win that just to win that. It would have been huge. Yep. Um, 
Nick Chubb asked to make a place. The oh, dude, that place I will think, go nuts. And I'm going to be I down there know. too, just so everybody knows. I would love, I would love him to be on the sideline, but somebody told me that uh, he can't or something like that. I don't understand why. He can't. Yeah, that's what JW said. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's just like you know turning a leg or something. He might be there. Yeah, well, yeah. Not yeah, because no. he just had surgery. It might be just because he had just had surgery. Right, but it is it is Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but his, his knee, like he. <laughs> I mean that's some, that's that's some se- that's some serious stuff. Yeah, true. He might be having rest. I would have loved for him to be on the sideline. Truthfully, even if he was in a wheelchair and they rolled him out there for a drive and then rolled him back in the locker room, I'd be lit. But or just know, do like a little video like before the game. A little video, a little something, just wave to everybody. You yeah, know, smash the guitar. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are saying smash the guitar, but I don't no, think he's blow it up. smashing the guitar. Put uh, some dynamite on it. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, blow it up for the locker room. But um, but no, I'm excited <laughs> for Steelers week. I really am. This is a huge game just because we got to beat Pittsburgh. We back to back division wins. Like it means a lot. Um, you know, seven and three, everybody's beating, everybody's losing to Pittsburgh left and right. And they're just keep beating people by like, I, I watch every game because, you know, Carson's a Steelers fan. So she, so she, yeah. she, you know, she's all, I have it. I have it always side by side. And I'm just looking at the way they win in these football games. And I'm just not, I'm simply not impressed. I'm almost not, I'm almost to the point of aggravation because the fans know they shouldn't be winning those games. The yeah. Their fans know that they're not out gaining anybody. Not They've not won the yardage game. The last game they had a great game rushing the ball with 200 plus yards, but they're not, you know, you know, they're not doing anything. You know, Jalen Warren's a great running back. He's very fast, very twitchy, very quick. You know, but at the same time, it's like they're not doing really anything to show yeah. that they should be six and three. So I'm like, we just got to go in there and just treat them like they're not Pittsburgh, beat them like they're another team, and then yeah. move on to Denver. You know, yeah. that's what I really want from the Browns to finally say, look, seven and three. Yeah. This early in the season, it's yep. not like we were in 2020 where like we went on a little winning streak. We're people know that we're good now, midway through the season. So it's like seven and three looks much better than like, you know, six and four. So like, I, it's just we have an opportunity to do it versus Pittsburgh. Again, it's a psychological thing. I do think yeah. we win this football game um, because of, of Nick Chubb and everything. I think they won't allow it, especially it being in Cleveland. It'd be another thing if it was in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Cleveland, we're going to be so loud. And, and one thing I've noticed since the Pittsburgh game is how well Kevin Stefanski – I mean, okay, outside of the Baltimore game week four, Kevin Stefanski's ability to make adjustments this season has been nothing short – of a masterclass. The dude's been in his bag like crazy. And the fire Stefanski stuff can hit the road. You can just go ahead and toss that in the trash because you, you can't you can't be saying that stuff anymore. It has a lot less merit right now, that is for I sure. I think you're muted, Manny. You're muted. Can't hear you. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, uh, he, uh, if he if, listen, I, I completely agree. If Kevin Stefanski gets to the playoffs this year, he's getting extended. I mean, it, it, like, 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 I, I think, I think that that shows you how much faith we have. Um, depending on how deep we get, I hope we get 
deep enough, and this is just me talking and ranting, I apologize, but like I hope we get deep enough in the playoffs to where we're an attractive location to re-sign for less money or for to have players join this team. Um, mm-hmm. um, because I, I hope we get Zedarius Smith back. He's a great compliment. I don't want to change up that defense line too much, but yeah. I do believe we need a stud linebacker, um, you know, to be able to make a trade for somebody or sign somebody <laughs> in the Definitely. future to keep this going. So Definitely. I don't know. What is that? <laughs> Buccaneers. Devin White. Yeah. Oh, Devin White. Oh, yeah. 100%. Devin White is a monster in Tampa Bay. And I would love to have Devin White here. I would absolutely love it. You know, I, I, it would be just the kind of icing on the cake that we need. You know, I love Anthony Walker. It's fantastic. But at the same time, if we can get leadership from Devin White, it like, like, but it just, you know, doubly better the player, like, I'll take it. I will work yeah. to take it. And I, and I think he can kind of teach Sione Taki Taki a little bit as well. Um, well, he's, his contract ends too. So, like, <laughs> If I think our secondary set, because like I mean, we got nobody here to really re-sign in the secondary except yeah. Grand Elfit. Yeah. The defensive line's pretty set except Zadarius. I think we could probably get him come back pretty easy. And easy. We 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 make a trade for a guy like Devin Devin White. I think that'd be tough. If we make a trade for a guy like Devin White and afford that, we can afford a loss of a guy like Mo Hurst or something like that. You know what I mean? Like we can we can afford a D lineman loss. Yeah. Um, I would like to keep filling it. Filling that position that shows you what happens when you have some help on the D line. When your D yeah. line is Who so said that? You can bring. Who said that for the past two years? You've been saying huh? that. You've been saying that over and over. You and Mac have been saying yeah. that over and over and over again. But like the fact that your D line is so good that you can take Miles out and put him in the linebacker spot, it's like and have him rush from the linebacker spot. It's yeah. like insane because you're gonna have to respect 007. You're gonna have to respect Zadarius Smith. Now yeah. you have uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. And Mohurst, you know, like it, it's insane. It is an yeah. insane defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best part about this, everyone is staying relatively healthy. Like, we're not having any injury bugs, knock on wood, right? Obviously, but like for the most part on that defensive line, it's not it's not horrible. On the offensive line, we're having some injuries, we're having this other understandable. However, if you know we have a quarterback who is gaining confidence, which will in turn kind of make up for that. I think you'll see a lot of more holding penalties as we're moving forward because Deshaun's going to be super, super confident and um, he's going to be running around out there. And so you'll see a couple more holding penalties, but um, especially with James Hudson, but they're going to, but Nick Harris being a fullback is another huge thing. That's been huge. Um, so you, you want to hear something kind of uh, crazy? Yeah. Okay, last year. Okay, no, I'm going to say this. Through nine games, the Browns have 30 sacks. Yeah. Through nine games. Through all 17 games last year, the Browns had 34 sacks. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's a big stat. Wow, that's a big stat. That is a big stat. That's telling. Yeah. Look at that smirk on Christian's face, too. Yeah, you like know, we like we, we are 100%. Yeah. We are 100% getting in the backfield. That's for sure. So, like, yeah, that's sure. That's just, that's just telling. Um, I think. I, what What do you think? Well, I, I'm gonna ask you guys. What do you think the keys to victory are for uh, Pittsburgh? And I, I mean, I'll just say one tidbit. I think what we have to do really is 
score on offense because they're 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 either score on offense and put it to their really tough defense with Cam Hayward back. Um, uh, you know, so they're they're pretty much back to full strength. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna have to either score some points on offense or we are going to have to do what we should have done versus them in Pittsburgh. We can't just shut them down on mm-hmm. offense. We can't just do that where they don't take a snap into the red zone. That's great. We, like what, that, you could do that versus any other team, but not versus Pittsburgh. Versus yeah. Pittsburgh, you have to create turnovers mm-hmm. to give the offensive side of the ball more reps, more chances to be out there to score, or you're just going to have to take matters into your own hands, Miles Garrett, and force a fumble, and somebody has to take it back for a touchdown because that yeah. offense – is very very bad. <clears throat> they had a good game versus Green Bay. Congratulations, but you need to come back and you need to force turnovers. That offense is not good. You mm-hmm. have to force turnovers versus Kenny Pickett, and and put him in a position to keep throwing checkdowns. Facts, Landon. Talk so, to him, big dog. We're not. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is. Steelers fans think we're just talking about them like that because they're Steelers. No, like we LeBron James. statistically. LeBron James, a whole nother sport is friend of the show. Like a friend of the show. He's yeah, making he fun of you. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. knowing there's no way you should be winning these football games. So, like, when he when LeBron James says something, it doesn't matter what sport you're doing, whatever, like it's put on blast. Everyone knows the Steelers are not a good football team, but their yeah. defense continues to make plays. So you need to limit turnovers on offense, but get turnovers on defense. And you can win this game, like, I don't care if it's, like, 13 to, like, 6. Just yeah. come out with a win. It's ugly. It's defenses, good, great defenses. Yep. But move like, on to Denver, like you move said. Move on to yeah. Denver. Yep. So, Start I got stacking, three. Stacking W's, man. Stacking yep. W's. That's it. So, I got three keys to success to win Ooh. this game. Number okay. one. Like you said, Manny, win the turnover battle. Yeah. Keep the turnovers limited on offense. Key in on them on defense. Number two. Win time of possession. Keep the rock. Run efficiently. Open yep. the holes. It's a big, big obligation for the uh, offensive line, you know, because, I mean, Pittsburgh does have a tough D-line. It's going to be hard to run. So get the yardage on the, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Number three, win passing. Get the ball out quick. Do the short yardage stuff like we were doing against Baltimore in the second half. Yeah, yes. Very effective. Yes. Get, and most importantly, in that, get the ball to David Njoku. Yeah, though the, the he he's an angry runner, and I love it. And you're gonna have to get these big guys involved early, because with with our two tackle positions being a little bit unhealthy, TJ Watt's gonna come screaming off the edge, and if it isn't TJ Watt, it's gonna be Alex Heisman. We all understand now. I hope. Oh yeah, we're, we're, we are fully aware of Alex Heisman. Oh yeah. So like yep. I, I like he is turning into something that's he's he's, he's turning into in my opinion of he's a, a faster Joey James Porter. Harrison. Yeah, J- exactly. James Harrison esque yeah. mixture. Yeah. A bit he's like James LT Harrison. and James Harrison just kind exactly. of together. I'm screaming off that other edge as well. Yeah. So it's not I, good. It's not gonna be good <laughs> for James Hudson. Um, and I forgot who we signed a left tackle who played left tackle yesterday. It starts with a C. I forget his name. It's um, but um, some Christians. Something the third. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christian the third. Um, so like it, it, it would 
we're going to see a lot of probably holding calls. We're going to see a lot of, um, you know, I, I think just because they're going to try to create more time for Deshaun or Deshaun's yeah. going to try to create more time for himself and running out of the pocket. And um, you don't know where they're going if you're the tackle. You don't know where your quarterback is, or you're going to have to hold, you know. Um, but anyway, so that's – I completely agree. You're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dave? Keys for success. I think Kenny Pickett is going to accommodate Manny uh, and you, Christian, in winning the turnover battle. I think he's uh, he's ready to to flip the ball into the Brown into the Browns players' hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, I think really it, it really comes down to, for me is if our defense if we can stop the run. Uh, Warren, who I called earlier in the year and got blasted for uh, by saying he should be the starting running back on Pittsburgh has obviously yeah. shown that he should be the guy. Um, but if we can stop that run, I think everything else falls into line. I think we're going to score some points. I think, uh, you know, we probably put up 24, 24 points or better, um, especially if we can do what your number two or three point was, Christian, and that's get the ball out quick. Um, you know, and it's. I think this should be, this should be another statement win um, for the Browns, and this will be the indicator for me personally. This win, if we can win this game handily, um, will be the win that sets the tone for the rest for the rest of the season and could even propel them to get to where I think they can go, which is compete for the Super Bowl. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm expecting a handy, a handy victory uh, where we out physical Pittsburgh and we pay them back for everything. We can't pay them back all the way because they ripped Nick Chubb out of our soul and I will never forgive them for that. But yes, um, we need to pay them back substantially to where they know that, hey, you know, we, we just don't compete here. And I hope to see that Sunday. I'll be down there. Uh, Christmas came early last week. Uh, we got our, at Daystar Ford, we got our Thanksgiving dinner for our uh, for our store. Um, so you. we'll be having some fun tomorrow. And then Sunday at 1 o'clock, I will be down at Brown Stadium uh, snapping pictures of the early warm-ups and letting you guys know what's going on. Let's go. He's uh, there, so I'm ready for another Christmas present and Browns Browns W over the Steelers. Absolutely, absolutely. Can't wait. I feel it incoming. Heck yeah! So, before we end this great episode we've had here tonight on this fine Tuesday night, got a new segment. Haven't talked to you guys about it, but it's put this on your parlay. Oh, so what's one thing you guys? If you guys are betting men, for the people that are listening that are going to be putting in some parlays this weekend for the Browns, what is one thing that you're going to tell these boys to hammer down on? For Cleveland or for the NFL? Warren under 60 yards rushing. Mm. Okay, take the under. Yep. Dave says take the under on if you if you want a parlay that's worth it that could actually pay you some money. I think that. Oh, talk that talk, Dave. Yeah, sorry. Talk I'll that take, talk. I'll, I'll, you know, I George George Pickens has been insane. George Pickens has been insane. I would love to say, if I weren't a Cleveland Browns fan, so I guess this is just proving that I'm a homer. But like, if I weren't a Cleveland Browns fan, I would smash the button of an anytime touchdown for George Pickens. I think that offense runs through George Pickens. Yeah, I think that um, with him growing uh, in frustration, I think. Kenny Pickett realizes that um, and realizes that he should probably start getting him the ball. Um, and George Pickens makes insane catches. So we're going to see some insane catches. You know, we're just going to see some. But um, 
I I would I would I would definitely take a George Pickens anytime he's touchdown um uh on Sunday. But since I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, I'm gonna say something that's probably obvious, probably not, but turnover of some kind. There's guaranteed a turnover of some kind for the Cleveland Brown defense. Um, they're gonna get a turnover. They're gonna get some f- kind of fumble, some kind of interception, something, you know, a block kick. They're, they're they're gonna get something in Cleveland. Uh, okay. I, I, would, I would smash. T- I would smash turnover for that. Okay. And so I've got I've got three. I've got three. So hammer and any Tom Devin and Joku touchdown. Ooh. Any Tom Najee Harris touchdown. Because if you guys have paid attention, Najee Harris has been getting the ball a little bit more. Being yeah. more carry, it's been more effective yeah. on the run game. So I think Najee gets uh, he gets six this week. And you think he's looked better than Warren? He's looked pretty solid these past few weeks. He's had a yeah. touchdown in the past three weeks, yeah. I think, or two. Um, and yeah. then depending on where they set Deshaun's passing, go ahead and put him plus two ten passing. Plus two ten. Oh, You're gonna think you're going to wow. that thing. Okay. All yeah. right. Plus All right, in. three. Nice three. Well done. So I'll be putting that parlay in myself, um, hoping it hits. And if it does, it'll be all over Down with the Browns Twitter page. Yeah. But, again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And whatever it is that you got to do on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, subscribe to us there. Follow yeah. us on there. Do Rate it, us five it. stars. It costs and, zero. It costs yeah. absolutely nothing to hit that button. Zero. Yeah. Like what the Steelers are going to score this week. Oh, big talk, Dave. Let's go. And as always, go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns.